What is going on, everybody? Welcome into Anti Up. I'm Howard Bender. With me tonight, big special event here. I got John and Pemba back with us to do our Sunday Week 16 recap. Adam Ronis on assignment for SiriusXM tonight. Um, and so we'll just check in with him later on in the week. Uh, John, um, listen, man, the, the playbook and fantasy alarm, rock solid, great stuff. The dartboard had a number of, uh, number of hits in there. How you doing, man? How was, uh, how was your week 16? Uh, it had its moments, uh, content wise. It wasn't terrible. The contrarian corner video, uh, that came out this morning, Joe Burrow was our quarterback in that, uh, Clyde Edwards Hilaire was the cover. He had a rushing touchdown. Uh, in there as well. So, I mean, yeah, you know, we had some, we had some decent plays, um, you know, obviously we were all kind of killed by that. Uh, James Robinson Achilles injury, uh, had a lot of exposure to him, uh, as well. And then, uh, there's some unfortunate, uh, betting day for me as well. with some player props, uh, just, mi- just, just missing, uh, by, you know, mere yards uh, at times or points and others. So, uh, you know what? Overall, not too bad. I got, I got a, a team in a fantasy championship uh, this week, so that's always good. Playing some for big money uh, next week. <sighs> yeah, 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 yeah. Got to look towards next week. I um, I, I mean, I I broke even monetarily in DFS, but like you know, in the in the realms of coulda, shoulda, woulda, and you know, just everything, you know, everything could happen because I was I was in on this Bengal stack this week. I was totally in on it. Yeah. Um, James Robinson with the Achilles injury that that was soul crushing because that just ruined that submarine to ton of lineups right there. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and and yeah, when you know, when when you put in a guy into the uh, into the playbook or the dartboard and then, you know, and you're excited about him. But then I don't know, you end up with like this like weird tunnel vision the next day. You know, I write the the dartboard. And then I go through it and, you know, listen, I added Braxton Berrios to the dartboard because everybody was going to be in on him. And like all of a sudden that could actually play for for cash lineups for people. And, you know, and it did. It definitely did. But I had Isaiah McKenzie in there from the Bills and I was super stoked about it because nobody was on him. Right. It was like that. It's 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 unbelievable. You know, you got you got Gabe Davis out. Uh, and you've got Beasley out and everybody's pivoting over to Emmanuel Sanders. My feeling about it was I put Sanders in the playbook, but I'm like, why are we not talking about Isaiah McKenzie? If Belichick's going to be honing in on Dawson Knox and Stefan Diggs, then, then where's it going to go besides Emmanuel, Emmanuel Sanders? Because he's just not that he's not that big play guy, right? He's a chain mover and that's it. And uh, and I was all set to go on uh, on McKenzie, and and then I just uh, tunnel vision this morning, uh, and I just didn't put him in my lineups, and I feel like a like a like a dick for not mm-hmm. doing it. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Hey, listen, we've all, we've obviously all been there. We like guys, and then you come out of it, and you're like, wait a minute, why? Where's my shares? Right? Like where? I, I was in on this guy. Why? Why? How did he not make final builds? You know, like, uh, yeah, I was with you there. I listen all week. I talked up uh, James O'Shaughnessy with you, right? And then I ended up with him in just one of my four. I played Dallas Goddard instead. Horrible decision, right? Uh, O'Shaughnessy at his price tag went for like nine fantasy points. Goddard 
just ignored by Hertz today uh, in a great matchup. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you kind of just wonder, uh, you know, where, where it all goes wrong. You get caught in tinker time sometimes. And, uh, you know, you just, you just lose focus of what the research that you've done. We're all victims to it. Right. We talk about it. We preach to you guys, the, you know, how to, you know, what to follow and how to build and all these things. But hey, we're also susceptible to, to that as well. You know, <laughs> victimized by our own, our, our own mental state. Brutal, brutal. All right. Well, let's uh, let's let's kind of cruise through these games here, touch on some highlights, uh, give a nice little wrap up of uh, of some thoughts and uh, and we'll just kind of we'll settle out all the uh, all the business that needs to be settled. Right. You know, instead of just so you guys all know, the the, the game is the stupid Cowboys Washington game is still taking place right now. I, we're, we're to seven. So. Horrible, 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 horrible. Um, I mean, listen, the Dallas, the Dallas offense finally clicking, right? Finally clicking. Uh, and it comes at it, you know, against a, a defense that just, uh, let's face it, the defense sucks. This, the, the Washington defense, the front seven has been beaten up and battered and bruised. And the secondary is like one of the trashes. So, I mean, if, if Dallas wasn't going to get right in this game, then, you know, hello, first round playoff exit. Exactly. For sure. Uh, I, I also laughed that 56 to seven uh, Parsons was still on the field. I'm like, Dallas, you're just asking for him to get rolled up on, right? You're just, you're just asking for bad things to happen when your key players are still out there on the field and blowout games. Yeah. <laughs> Way to go. Way to go. Um, all right. So let's, uh, let's cruise through here. I'm going to start off with, uh, with my jets, big, big win here against the Jacksonville Jaguars. And, uh, and a, and a game that meant nothing to either one except for better positioning in the draft next year. Uh, Jets come away 26-21 winners. The funny thing here, well, I mean, it's not funny, but so, you know, I know Bob Wischusen, who, you know, works for ESPN, and he does the, um, he does he's the Jets play-by-play guy, right? He's missed, he uh, tested positive for COVID-19 uh and is missing his first game he's had the gig for like 20 years and this is he missed his first game today his first game and in his first game that he misses zach wilson rushes for like a a 52 yard touchdown uh braxton berrios pops a 103 uh yard kickoff return for a touchdown michael carter uh provides his first 100 yard uh effort uh in this game and, and you know what? And this, the game was still, it was competitive. It came down to the wire. Uh, you know, James Robinson popped his Achilles early on. Daria Gumbawale did okay. It wasn't great, but he was okay. And uh, and the Jags just kind of, they, they, they managed to keep this game close and two bad teams. And it came down to that final series uh, at the end of the game. So it was an exciting game. Um, I had the jet stack, dude. I had Zach Wilson, Michael Carter. But I had Keelan Cole and not Braxton Berrios. I was trying to get you on the Braxton Berrios train. Uh, I mentioned to you. Uh, now, of course, he did have the kick return touchdown. Uh, but you know, the, the volume was kind of there for him as well in the, in the snap share with 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 Crowder out of the lineup. So uh, him and Palmer were my two uh, value plays today. We got bailed out Palmer there. The the junk touchdown with what thirty seconds left. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Total garbage time. Total garbage time. Uh, your boy Laquan Treadwell, John, only four for fifty-four. Now, not, not only that is exactly what I said. 
I said he gets you at 3,500. What did he get you? He got you nine and a half fantasy points. I said he's giving you nine and a half to 10 fantasy points. He paid off the value. He gave us three X. <laughs> you know, I went searching through all the big winning lineups and I didn't see him anywhere. You know who won the, the Millie Maker today, Howard? The guy played four Bengals. He played Burrow, Mixon, Chase, and Higgins. Yeah. That's not how you're supposed to build lineups in DFS. That guy did it today. He hit bingo. Yeah, that, that is definitely true. That is definitely true. I mean, listen, I I could have gone, I, I you know, I, I had, you know, if, if I went Boyd or I went Mixon instead of, then I probably would have done just, you know, just fine. I probably would have done better. Yeah, how about Tyler Boyd's day, huh? Oh, he, actually, his second touchdown got called back. I was going to say, he had two catches. Both of them go for like 50, 60-yard touchdown catches, but yeah. the, the second one got taken back. I forgot about that. Oh, so yeah. Um, you know, listen, I'll tell you what, the uh <laughs> the stack kind of worked here, uh, at least in one way, going with the jet stack and going with somebody coming back. Um, who did I have coming back in this one? I can't remember. God damn it. Oh, I had Jamie Robinson? Robinson coming back. Yeah, there you go. But, but again, That's now now Robinson's a good play, right? But this is a situation where like you really need somebody coming back in the game on Jacksonville, right? Like well, because I thought Robinson would run all over the Jets sure. and the Jets yeah. would just be in a pass heavy mode at the on the other side. And Michael Carter being the pass catching running back would also pick up some value in that sense. So I didn't have to like go with like Berrios and Cole or anything like that. I went with the running back there. And because I, I just figured I legit figured this would just be all James Robinson the entire game. Yeah. You know, like, you know. 21 carries, 128 <laughs> yards, and two touchdowns. Like so kind of one game. carry? <laughs> <laughs> son of a bitch. You son of a bitch, Impemba. Yeah. Uh, moving right along. Let's go to uh, Detroit, Atlanta, where here you go. I'm, I know I'm going to hear this from, from some people, but I, I still I had zero interest in, in, in the Lions because of Tim Boyle. Yes, Amon Ross St. Brown, nine for 91 with a touchdown. If you could tell if you told me that Amon Ross St. Brown would do just as well with Jared Goff as as just as well with Tim Boyle as he's done with Jared Goff, you know, then I would have been like, okay, maybe. But nobody was saying that. Uh, nobody was. I mean, again, we've seen how bad Tim Boyle's been, but I mean, Amon Ross St. Brown is is that guy now, I guess, right? Like by default, at least. I don't know if he's necessarily really this good, but I mean, on this team, given the options that they have around them, 11, 11, 12, 12 is targets the last four weeks, 9, 8, 8, 10, uh, his receptions, 91, 90, 73, 86, the four uh, receiving yards totals and touchdowns in three of the four. The dude is a legitimate wide receiver one, right? Like the number, a number one wide receiver right now in fantasy is Amon Ross St. Brown. Yeah, no, I, listen, I, I stand corrected completely uh, on that one there. Big it's bummer. a good touchdown catch, too. He caught it, he broke tackles. Like, Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I, I Listen, it was a total miss on my part. It was a total miss on my part. I, You know, I just, I was erring on the side of what I had seen from Boyle beforehand. Uh, maybe had a little too much faith in the Falcons, who, you know, again, not, a, not won, a great. But like, you know. What? So they won, but like they're not. It wasn't good. 
No, they, it was not good. Not good at all. Cordero Patterson was a huge fantasy disappointment. Even though, even getting into the end zone, he was still a huge disappointment. Kyle Pitts was the only decent thing coming off of Atlanta, and uh, and you know six for one hundred two. That was that was great. Mm-hmm. That was so. Um, yeah, this game sucked. Atlanta's still in a playoff run somehow. Atlanta's seven, still in the playoff hunt. Good for them. Yep, seven and eight. They went out. They have a shot. Um, Tampa Bay, 32 to six winners over the Carolina Panthers bucks easily cover the spread game falls on the under, um, you know, it was a good thing that Ronald Jones found his way into the end zone finally, because the entire world was tilting on that Keyshawn Vaughn touchdown. Um, yeah, exactly. And then, and then the other half of the world was like, where the fuck is Gronkowski and is, did Tyler Johnson die? Did Scotty Miller die? Like, what happened to all these guys, right? Like, I mean, at least Scotty Miller got a target. Yeah. Yeah. Who the know. fuck is Cyril Grayson? That's how I'm saying. I have no idea. I have no idea. This is such a weird game. Again, another probably as poor of an offensive performance you see a team that won 32 to 6 have, right? Like, Brady's 18 for 30. You know, right? Like, their their running back averaged three point three yards per carry. You know, like it, Antonio Brown was the only real bright spot of probably anybody that played this week. Uh, obviously, outside of the Ronald Jones touchdown catch, but I mean, a run rather. But like that's it. Like this was a this is ugly. But this also goes to show you what does Tom Brady do? Like he just hones in on his guys. Antonio Brown's back, fifteen targets, ten catches, one on one. That's that's what we're doing. Next week, though, they're on the road again, but they got your Jets, Howard. So, uh, you know, <laughs> Ronald Jones probably going to be feasting in that one. Probably. Well, good. Well, they'll, they'll jack up his price, though. They'll I jack up his so. price. Yeah. On the Carolina side, dude, I don't get the, the quarterback tandem there, but, you know, whatever. It's, it's, it's a non-entity. Like, to me now, I don't even look at DJ Moore or Robbie Anderson. Like, I don't even look at them anymore. This, to me... Carolina is not a team that I will ever look at for DFS at all, at all. I, I mean, so here, I mean, I agree with you, but DJ Moore is still getting a ridiculous target share. And I know we don't want to keep on, you and I will argue forever on targets, but you know, they both had over 10 fantasy points today in PPR. So I feel better-ish with Sam Darnold throwing the football. I don't know. Like, Cam Newton, we know, is bad, but I mean, I don't know. The volume-wise, they both kind of got you there, what based on what they cost this week. Anderson more than more. Did they though? I mean, Anderson, yes. Did more didn't? I mean, I don't know what he was priced. He was priced at what the the mid sixes. No, was he that high? I, didn't I, I don't even remember. I didn't think that he was that expensive. I didn't remember. I just, I mean, when I read and heard that Sam Darnold was going to be splitting snaps with Cam Newton, I was like, I'm done. I don't even want to. Yeah, go. well, that's Matt Rule, I think, waiting to give up his job or something. Like, I don't know what's, uh, what's going on there, truthfully. You can't, yeah, you, this isn't college where you just pivot in quarterbacks, you know, or I don't know. It doesn't seem like something that, that would work. Uh, for too long here. I got I got more right here uh, on DraftKings price. Uh, 57. 5,700. He gave Still. you 2.3 return. 2.3 exit. Uh, 
No, that was his weekly projection. Hold on. So he had uh, 2x pretty much for his uh, return tonight. Mm. Yum. No, it's not terrible. It's just, you know what, though? It's not... It, it it's not exciting either. So you have to look for, you know, like the super, 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 super soft matchup in order to like even think about it. I mean, they play the Saints next. Yeah. So I, I'm not really that interested in, in them then. And then they go back to the Bucks in week 18. Right. So mm-hmm. I'm, not even, I'm not even gonna look at them. I don't even care. No one makes me. No one's gonna make you. <laughs> what if they're like what if he's like 5k would you play dj more 5k nope interesting okay no I, there's not enough time for him to like really do anything i'm sorry it's just it, to if he if he comes in at 5k next year he's not going to come in at 5k he's going to come in at like 54 55 next week if, right if they announce darnold as the the starter no cam newton funny business would you have interest at 5400 no not really Okay. Not really. It's really not that great of a matchup for him. He'll see he'll see Marshawn Lattimore, who no, he's not the same Marshawn Lattimore that he's been, but he's also not, you know, PJ Williams working out of the slot. I was gonna say, who plays more to the slot? Is it Anderson or is it is it more? Um they kind of kind of split that work off. Okay. I think Anderson plays a little bit more. Okay. <sighs> I'm done. Spending too much time talking about the Carolina Panthers. That's my fault. So, <laughs> well, it's because you want to be right. I get it. I get it. <laughs> you want to be right about your whole target share, your volume, and all that shit. And garbage. Did you play your Jacksonville stack, by the way? Uh, yeah, I, I had O'Shaughnessy and stupid Robinson. That's not a stack. I'm saying, did you play? Well, I told any you, I, I never told you I was playing Lawrence. So. I just said that I thought that the, there were viable options on that team. I played O'Shaughnessy and Robinson in the same lineup. It just didn't work. I did not play Treadwell. I played Varios and I played Palmer. Did not play Treadwell at all. You stood by how great Treadwell was and you didn't throw yeah. him into any You were pigeonholing me into Treadwell. I, I wasn't pigeonholing you into Treadwell. I, I mentioned Varios first in that whole argument, that whole discussion. And then we went down to Treadwell as another option of a guy who's been uh, successful. We talked about Hardman. He ended up scoring, even though Hill was active. And then once Mike Williams got ruled out after we did our show, Josh Palmer was the obvious cheap guy. <laughs> that fucking Hardman touchdown. Tilting! Oh, Byron Pringle. Now the next big thing here now. Oh, you know, and there was somebody in Discord who, like, asked, like, early on the DFS NFL Discord channel. And he was like, you know, he threw out a couple of names at one point. It was, uh, who was it? It was Pringle. It was somebody on the Raiders. Zay somebody Jones. Else. Oh, yeah, it was Zay Jones. It was Pringle, Zay Jones, and somebody else. And I was like, oh, so God, yeah. Pringle, of course. <laughs> That's the dumbest question I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> Everybody knows that the answer is Byron Pringle. At, uh, yeah, Newf, N-E-W-F. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wished me a happy birthday and then was like, Zay Jones, Bird, or Pringle? You said Pringle, I was saying, right? I did say Pringle. There and it's go. right there to prove it. That was your happy birthday gift to a fan <laughs> subscriber, too, right? 
That was, you know, I hope somebody did did really well. I haven't heard anybody say that they uh they took down a GPP, but again, we scored the playbook and yeah. uh, it was right there for you. you Bengals on the chalk, you know. Dude, and I gave uh, the the Burrow line of the Burrow stack, the Bengals stack that was like in the examples. Yeah. Like use it as a base. Use it as the base. Ah, I even had an asterisk next to it. This is one of my favorite stacks. Come on. And it paid. Look, Burrow, Mixon got into the end zone twice. Higgins had over almost 200 yards. Higgins. Uh, That dude's just a a monster. Chase had 125 yards. Did not get into the end zone. Higgins got in twice. Boyd once. Mixon twice. I mean, that was just, that was ridiculous. And then Burrow, 525 yards. Just. Crazy, crazy, and then comes comes to the podium with a freaking Santa hat on. Yeah, yeah. No, he knows when he knows when he can have the swag. I'll tell you that much. Um, yeah. Next year, if I'm the Bengals, I draft nothing but offensive linemen the entire draft. So that's what I'm doing. Like, right? Yeah. He's got the weapons. You don't you need. Have, any- yep. You have the whole offense around him. Get him an offensive line. He's, no oh, is where is he in in sacks? He's up there in the most sacked quarterback in the league this year. Probably took another three today. Yeah, they, they need to protect him. You passed on uh, Penny Swell for the right reasons. You took Chase, but like you need a lineman. You got to get him something. Definitely need to get him something. Definitely. Uh, 41-21 winners over the Ravens. You know, give it up for Josh Johnson, right? 304 yards, two touchdowns. Um, yeah. You know, Andrews had a great day there. It was a, it was a really nice pass to, to Rashad Bateman in the end zone, I thought. Like, mm-hmm. right? a, a, had some buddy, mustard on it. A buddy of mine who's a, a pretty sharp DFS player here, Howard, uh, you know who he is. Uh, he played Josh Johnson today in a stack with uh, Andrews and Bateman and uh, you know, did well for himself. Uh, I was like, you're going to play a $4,000 quarterback? Like, that seems a little risky. And what, what do I know? <laughs> <laughs> right? He's like laughing at us being like, yeah, you keep playing your Matt Staffords and your fucking <laughs> yeah. Justin Herberts. Right, right. Yeah, no. Disgusting. What do I know? Disgusting. Do I know? Almost as disgusting. Well, speaking of Justin Herbert, I mean, come on. This game? Chargers? Char- at, at one point in, during the game, I don't know, Rona sent me a, a, a text because, I mean, this was just downright fucking laughable and so typical Chargers, like so typical Chargers. He They're was, not home, oh, yeah. though, Howard. They weren't home. He was like, can we join a Chargers rehab group? <laughs> I'm like, Yeah. It doesn't matter if they were home or not. They do. They should have. They they should have won this game easily. Easily. This well, this was this was a horror show, dude. I I can't believe they lost to to Houston. It's that's just an embarrassing game for them. You're trying to make the playoffs. You you can't be losing to these teams. No, no you can't. <laughs> I mean, it's just it's I, I don't even know what's wrong with them. You know, like you look and you see, you know, I, I just what is it like? What is the disconnect here? Justin Herbert did not look good early on. Uh, the the two picks that he threw were just, you know, it was just bad decisions. Um, 
you know, you got a good day out of Justin Jackson when you didn't have Austin Eckler. But, you know, what the, you know, what what the hell was going on here? Like everything was a check down. Everything was a check down. Nine targets to Justin Jackson, right? Nine. Mm-hmm. He had six going to Palmer, six to Keenan Allen. No, I'm sorry. Keenan Allen's your bread and butter. You can't tell me that the slot coverage was that strong uh, by Houston. There was something wrong with this game. Yeah, they, they weren't up for it, maybe, because they they coming out of the holiday, right? Post, Post-Christmas hangover, on the road, a team that's like Houston that you're probably overlooking. Um, you know, trap game, Howard, right? Isn't, isn't this the ultimate trap game? I mean, I guess. <laughs> I don't know how else to explain it either. I mean, I'm, they they're better almost at every, at like every position, and they got blown out. So I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I just don't get it. You have all that fucking talent. You have so much talent there, and you're gonna give you know really, really you're gonna give up uh, almost 150 yards to Rex Burkhead. I mean, listen, we we've been pounding running backs against the Chargers all season long. Yeah, how worked. did we not? How did it's we not worked. use Rex Burkhead? <laughs> it's worked every game, and we're just like, oh, Rex, yeah, Rex Burkhead, and then he busts off a twenty-five yard touchdown run early, and I'm like, Chargers run defense, right? It's it's horrible. It's so bad, <laughs> but like, yeah, Rex freaking Burkhead is out here. RB wanting us while we're all holding our jocks with the Green <laughs> Robinson chairs, you know? That son of a that son of a bitch. Terrible. Horror show. Horror show. Absolutely like there's so hard. much talent on the Chargers that their backups came in and all performed well. Right? Like I I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either. I, I wish I I wish I did. I wish I could tell you, but I, I can't. It was just, it was just terrible, terrible. Um, the other LA team, the Rams, they take care of business against the Vikings, thirty to twenty-three. Um, again, Matt Stafford, not good, not good. Like fewer than two hundred yards, three picks in this game. You know, Sony Michelle was again the play that you had to use, and you know, Mazel Tov to everybody who uh, who used Sony Michelle. Um, Cooper Cup needed to get into the end zone to really pay off that salary. You know, how annoying is it? Like, even Cooper Cup, 10 receptions, 109 yards. Still, you, you need that touchdown if, you, if you're going to charge me over nine grand for a receiver. Yeah, you know, obviously the touchdown helps uh, you for a fan duel if you're, pl- if you're playing over there. You know, DraftKings, he's still got you like 24 fantasy points. Not is it. It's not the 30-something we've gotten the last couple of weeks, but it, you know, it wasn't the worst performance that you can get. But for a while there, he wasn't even close to that. He, he that, that one came on late. I was very surprised to see how he finished that one. I had almost given up on him, truthfully. I almost did as well. Um, Beckham gets into the end zone. Another week of Van Jefferson not getting it done. Well, I, yeah, it's it's... There's it's it, this wasn't a good game for Stafford, which is obviously the disappointing thing. It was supposed to be a crush spot. You look at the fancy points for a lot by by Vikings to receivers and quarterbacks, and it's all great. But for the majority of this game, Stafford had like 140 yards and three interceptions, right? Yeah. Um, so he just wasn't completing passes. Beckham ended up getting the score there. 
um, at the end. And yeah, listen, Van Jefferson is still on the field a lot, um, but the target share kind of wavers a little bit and he's been a big play guy for them this year. So if he's not hitting on that big play, uh, he's liable to have pretty low floor games. And now back-to-back weeks, Van Jefferson's been a complete disappointment. Been a huge disappointment. I'd, I'd like to see that turn around, but I just they don't are know also they are also running the football more too. Um, you talk yeah. about Michelle. Uh, you look at the carries that Michelle's gotten these last few games. I don't. I don't know if Henderson's going to get that job back. I, I don't. I think that you know we kind of talked a little bit about this when they traded for Michelle. If Henderson was going to be more of that change of pace guy, and it took a little bit, and, and when they were both healthy, Henderson did get that job back. But you know, I think McVeigh's looking now how he's running the football in this power run game with Sony Michelle. They're getting later in the season. They're getting towards the playoffs. Like that kind of run style tends to win off. Um, I think as long as Michelle is healthy, he's going to be the guy. Of course, you're going to throw the bone in there. At some point, Cam Akers is going to play. I think week 18 is when he'll first see his first snaps. Um, they'll give him another week of practice there. Week 18, he'll get his, his game snaps and he'll be ready for the playoffs. But at least for the next couple of weeks, uh, Michelle should be the guy. I mean, I don't, I don't understand why you just don't ride Sony Michelle unless you're worried that you know the knee will just give out and at any moment. Yeah. But with the way he's been running these last three, four weeks now, he's I a mean, rental too. So. Yeah. Why wouldn't you just run him into the ground then? Use him up like that. I don't necessarily, you know, like Acres is your future, mm-hmm. right? You, you know, let him let him work out in practice, see how he does before you start throwing him into a game. It doesn't, yeah. you know. Yeah, oh, yeah. I saw some uh, some some clown engagement tweet from somebody in our industry about uh, who's got the guts to fire up uh, Cam Akers in their lineup. Yeah, uh, only that person immediately got a thousand comments being like, "Yeah, he's not actually active, so uh, don't." <laughs> <laughs> right, right. But no, all he's like, he's he's all psyched because he got like a thousand comments. Yeah, I know. He doesn't care if if everybody's like, dude, you sound like an idiot. Right. (laughs) Nevertheless, um, so that was on the Rams side, on the on the Vikings side. You know, Madison did what I thought Madison was going to do. I added him late to the playbook because it was going to be, you know, a a cash game play where I thought, you know, a lot of people were still going to use him. I wasn't expecting a whole lot out of him. He paid off by going to the end zone, but. Not really a great game that you wanted from uh, from him, nor something that you expected. Jefferson, you know, uh, eight catches, 116 yards, fine, good, solid. You'd prefer to see him in the end zone. K.J. Osborne gets the touchdown there. Adam Thielen, another injury here. Yeah, he you know, hurt the ankle there on the, on the tackle at the end of the second half. Um, was able to come back to start the second half, but uh, or into the first half, rather, and he started – the second half, but it didn't last too long. Um, I was with you, though. I was telling people to definitely temper your expectations on the Madison thing. I will say what was frustrating was that they had another red zone opportunity. They got down there. I think it was like first and goal from like the six or seven, and they handed it off to, uh, it was a Nganwu. Is that how you pronounce yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, why? Why are you in the, go- why are you in? So they, the first play was, a, I think it was a run to him. Uh, or it was an incomplete pass. Second play was a run to Ngannou, and the third play was a pass to Madison, and it went incomplete. And I'm like, why are you handing off to the backup running back? And if your next play you're going to throw to the running back, that should, 
you're in goal to go situations. Put Madison in the game. He's your power back. He's a big like what these coaches continue to blow my mind with these (laughs) these play calling decisions that they're running out there. Like it's just Clint Kubiak, Kevin Stefanski. They do this all the time. They've got these like amazing. They build these these amazing offensive schemes with this delicious, you know, uh, zone blocking and and just run first and, and it carries them. It's their bread and butter. Then they get down to the red zone. They're like, oh, let's let's do a jet sweep. Oh, let's do a wildcat to the fullback. Let's do like it's like, why? Why? It's yeah, like, you know, when you see a team go into like the two minute offense and they finally start doing something mm-hmm. right in their heart. And you're like, why are they in the fucking hurry up offense all the time? Right. <laughs> yeah, it just like it just I just couldn't. <sighs> yeah, I couldn't believe it. I just couldn't. It's frustrating, yeah, you know. First, first and goal from the nine up uh Ngannou up the middle for minus two yards. Now it's now it's third and goal, uh third and six from the six, incomplete to Madison field goal. Like, why are you running? Why are you running from the four from second and goal from the four? Ninganu up the middle, minus two. So from the four-yard line, you hand it off to the scat back who lost two yards. And then on third, on third down, you threw to Madison, incomplete, and kicked the field goal. You lost by seven. Like, I mean, like. <laughs> it's mind numbing. It is literally mm-hmm. mind numbing. I, I don't even know what to, I don't even know what to say about it. I yeah, really, I mean, really don't. It's, it's uh, too many, too many times. Do you see that though? Where they're just like hand off to the fullback. Like, what are you doing? Give the, give the running back the football, right? Like, <laughs> I'm stupid. All right, I'm over. I'm, I'm done ranting for now. Uh, I'm sure we'll have more. For sure. Uh, Buffalo, New England. Game kind of went exactly as I thought it would. I don't really need to linger on this game after uh, 11 catches for 125 yards and a touchdown for Isaiah McKenzie. And really, it, it couldn't stop the guy. That's I, I, I got to be honest with you. That's the first time I've actually like spoken his uh, his final line out like in actual words. Yeah. Couldn't stop them. Couldn't so many times we had them like third and long. And Isaiah McKenzie made like an 11 yard grab. And I'm just, I'm pulling. I'm like, I, and it couldn't help. I don't know what to do. Like, I know I, I couldn't, they, they could not stop this guy. It doesn't make any sense. Um, they couldn't generate a pass rush today. JC Jackson had a ridiculously easy drop interception. The man has like, Eight interceptions on the year. Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs were not on the same page, and he overthrew him, and it hit Jackson dead straight in the fingertips. Dropped it. Bills end up, you know, basically moving down the field after that and scoring a touchdown. It's just like, you know, Mac Jones struggled again throwing the football. We, we kind of know that's going to happen from time to time. You know, he's he's a rookie quarterback without any elite receiver talents. Same reason that, that Tom Brady left was that he had nothing really around him. Um, and now we're having a rookie quarterback with the same. Damian Harris looked fantastic. Still proves that if you want to run against Buffalo, you can run on them at will. But in this game, they were down for too long, right? You're down 17-7 at halftime. You can't just set up and run the whole game. You got to try to score points quicker than that. And, you know, it just, it just couldn't happen. There was a lot of questionable penalty calls. I'm not going to blame that for the reasoning, but... Uh, in a league today where if you accidentally breathe in the quarterback in the pocket, you get a roughing the passer. 
Uh, and then you have <laughs> Mac Jones hit after he's already on the sideline and taken down to the ground, and they pick up the flag. Like, what are you talking? Huh? Huh? You're not allowed to breathe on the quarterback. And this time he gets hit while he's already out of bounds, goes to the ground, gets taken down to the ground. And they say it wasn't an intentional force on the quarterback. I don't know. The, re- the, the referees at this league are are wild. And the Patriots kind of shot themselves in the foot there as well. Uh, of, of Multiple taunting penalties, which is dumb, too, in the league these days. So they deserve to lose. I think I picked Buffalo and Anti up on Thursday anyways. But, uh, you know, not, not a good team game for the home team here. Uh, yeah, I did pick Buffalo getting the two and a half points in that one. Um, you know, Damian Harris is the big surprise for me, right? I just, you know, with the hamstring issue and the questionable tag the entire time, um, I just, I didn't think he would be a, as effective as he was and B, uh, get the volume that he got 18 carries in that losing effort really surprised me, um, to say the least. So very upset. So they had to give it to him. Uh, Philly, uh, over the giants, 34 to 10. This game was just disgusting. Mm-hmm. This game was just uh, like really, really, really gross. I mean, when, when teams are going up against each other and they're both running on third and 10 or more, yeah. right? Like the giants ran on third and 10 punted Eagles came back. Uh, in that next series, they were at third and 15. They ran the ball. I'm they like, ran a ball and then missed the field goal. <laughs> it just, I don't understand. Mm-hmm. I was pulling my hair out. Third and 15, Boston Scott up the middle, four yards. Jake Elliott misses 41-yard field. What are you doing, Philly? You're trying to <laughs> win. You're, try- you're playing for your playoff lives here, by the way. Right, like you can't afford to lose the Giants. I understood you you end up winning 34-10, monster second half. But this was in the first half still. This was in the first quarter. Third and 15, and your your running draws to set up a 40-yard field goal. Really? You don't you don't trust Hertz to to get more yards and try to push the ball downfield a little bit. And then not only that, it was the it was a Boston Scott handoff. It wasn't even Miles Sanders, who again got hurt. Right? Like it's with the hell. But <laughs> just again, like just uh, coat. What are you doing? What are you doing? You're you're down three nothing. Yeah, you know, like <sighs> I don't know. I don't know either. Um, hurts with a with a with a bad game for himself. It wasn't terrible. It wasn't nightmarish, but it wasn't good either. Yeah. One ninety nine, two seven touchdowns. yards rushing. Seven. Yeah. Yards well, rushing. that was the thing. Yeah, there was no rushing yardage attached to it, and he didn't get it. He didn't have like, even a rushing touchdown. So Devonta Smith, five for 80 with a touchdown. That was fine. You said it earlier. Dallas Goddard, nowhere to be found. How about um, the Devonta Smith touchdown? Did you did you watch what happened there? Oh, no, I didn't see. I didn't actually see that touchdown play. What happened? Two reviews. They they reviewed it twice. The first. Oh, that's right. This is the one that I hear everybody talking about the fact that it was like it got overturned, that it didn't get over, that yeah. it, it got overturned again. No, so they called it no touchdown. They called it a touchdown. They reviewed it, called it no touchdown, reviewed it again, called it a touchdown. I don't even know how that happens. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the booth upstairs versus the booth in New York. Yeah, that's what happened. Yeah. Uh, a little snowmageddon in Seattle. Um, 
That was uh, an interesting one here. How the how the Seahawks ended up giving back this game to the to the Bears is really it's beyond me. Well, I mean, there are a lot of things that are beyond me. Like DK Metcalf scores a touchdown like early on in the game, and then and then he doesn't get looked at late, you know, for like another two quarters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, they didn't really throw a ton, obviously, because of the the weather. They you know Penny at seventeen for one thirty five, but yeah, like the second. Uh, probably the second, third play of the game for them. They yeah, they connected with Metcalf on a 41 yarder, uh, and then he only finished with 41 yards. So, um, oh, I yeah, love. Just, by the way, I love the fact that Penny's 17 for 135, and DJ Dallas doesn't do shit. But last week, DJ Dallas like eats into all of his work, and he steals touchdowns. Yeah, yeah, that was annoying as well. I agree. Uh, t- I mean, obviously, different game flow last week against uh, the Rams, and and Penny was kind of struggling in that one. But you know. This one hurts my soul, Howard. I told you already, like bad beats, right? I said this to you before. I'm in this like pick five pool. Uh, two weeks ago, I got all five picks, so I went some money. Uh, I, I have some three for three, and I have Seattle minus seven, and I have Miami minus whatever the heck they're giving to New Orleans tomorrow. And they're up this whole game, and then they uh, missed the third. Myers misses the 36 yard field goal to put them back up 10. So now they're up seven. And then the Chicago Bears go down anyways and score the touchdown of the two-point conversion. So, like, Seattle screwed me on the pick five, lost there. They lost the game. It's just a nightmare. Just a nightmare. Just a nightmare. It's it's unbelievable. You would think that we would have lost, like, thousands of dollars by how down we are about this, like, very high-scoring, somewhat at times entertaining day. Moderately. Yeah. The late say suck again. <laughs> um, Kansas City beats Pittsburgh 36 to 10. Pittsburgh, I, I think they just stopped playing in the second quarter. Like Najee Harris was the only one who looked like he was making any kind of an effort there. Yeah, they had a garbage touchdown to Deontay Johnson late in the game. That didn't mean anything. Um, but here you go, Mahomes, uh, without you know, without Kelsey and for all intents and purposes, without Tyreek Hill, it was only targeted twice. Which maybe we should have start, start realizing that guys who don't practice all week because of COVID aren't gonna aren't gonna make an impact. Like maybe we like start trying to see if that's a trend or not. Like, you know, Antonio Brown wasn't out because of COVID. He was out because he lied on his COVID card, right? Like right. Mm-hmm. You know, he was good to go. He was just waiting out a suspension. He came back in, played a bunch of snaps, it was great. You know, Tyreek Hill missed the whole week because he had COVID. Right. So, um, yeah, maybe, maybe these guys coming back are, are, are limited. Perhaps. Yeah. AJ Brown wasn't COVID. He was, was, uh, his other injury. Yeah. He's on IR. Uh, yeah. Byron Pringle comes away as the big hero in this one, 75 yards and two touchdowns on six catches. Clyde Edwards, Alaire gets into the end zone. Doesn't have really that great of a game though. Gets hurt. Gets hurt. Well, I mean, shocker there. Dude's like miniature. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's nothing that really, I mean, you know, Mahomes fine, 258 and three. Yeah, I don't really have uh, much, much, much else to say on, uh, on, on this game. You? Yeah, no, none. Truthfully, this is just kind of said. Again, the late slate sucked. Yeah. You know, that's, the next game wasn't any good either. Denver, Las Vegas. I don't even, you know, I mean, Javante Williams, thankfully got into the end zone. Right. So he like, mod- he, he like, didn't, 
didn't totally suck, but I mean, I thought he was going to have a much better. I thought there was going to be a much better. How did they only run the ball 16 times against the Raiders? Yeah. Like, I don't really understand. I mean, they didn't run a lot of plays. They did not run a lot of plays. A lot of three and outs over there. And I really don't understand what the game plan was for Denver. There were so many fucking three and outs. It was it was a total mind scrambler for me. And I, I mean, it was just ugh. This was just, I mean, this right here was perfect evidence as to why Pat Shermer should not be an offensive coordinator at the NFL level and why Vic Fangio should not be a head coach. <laughs> right? Give him a, be a defensive coordinator, Vic, because that's your strong suit. Everything else you're terrible at. Yep. Um. Let's see. I don't know. Josh Jacobs. We got a, we got a sponsor spot or what? Oh, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> right? So disgusting. Don't want to talk about these games anymore, so we're just going to go to our commercial break. So <laughs> good call, John. We'll pay some bills. We'll be back right after this. Was I, was you, you just didn't want to hear my tirade, my anti-Raider Broncos. This game, I, let me, can I just say this? You know how it's like you, you, I've got my thing about the Chargers and I can't take them at home as a, uh, as a favorite or anything like that. The Broncos Raiders games, I know better. I know better than to like invest anything in them because I always seem to get fucked in these games. <laughs> always. Um, survivor pools, fantasy, DFS. Anytime I put any thought or stock into either one of these teams, I, I get fucked. And and I can't it, just, it happened again. Like no ground game. For for Denver against a team that's giving up rushing yardage like Oprah gives out cars to her audience members. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I Williams at least scored, but like, what are we doing? Right. Like the game plan should have been third of the tight end, run the football. And you didn't do any of that and you lost. So you deserve it. Terrible. Terrible. Jacobs 129 on 27 carries the other way. That was fine. Um, you know, Hunter Renfro got into the end zone, but he didn't get really any yardage. Um, Peyton Barber, for whatever reason, they feel the need to to run him at the goal line. Makes no sense. <laughs> uh, oh, Washington did get a second touchdown. How did they score? Oh, John Bates with a fumble recovery. Wonder how that happened. Not that it really matters. Final there, 56 to 14. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you make any of the finals in your uh, in your season long? I did. I made one. It's actually the one that's the most money to get in. So uh, that's good to know. Uh, I absolutely destroyed uh, this week. Actually, my team was uh, was was very, very strong. And, and this is a, and I think I've complained to you about this maybe on this show uh, or in, in other settings before. But uh, this is a team where I finished the regular season seven and seven and head to head. But I was the second highest scoring team in the league. So. You know, it's one of those awful head-to-head -head situations where uh, I just eat myself. It's a 14-team league, just got myself into the playoffs. Um, and then I, I've been the highest-scoring team through the first two rounds of the playoffs here. Uh, I put up – it's a half-point PPR, put up 149.4 fantasy points. I uh, had Burrow, had Madison, Debo Samuel, started Josh Palmer, had to start, start O'Shaughnessy, had Zeke, had Metcalf, the Eagles defense. Uh, and Donta Foreman uh, this week. So uh, 149.4. I beat the kid. 
who was in third all season, 123.54 for him. The other matchup, Howard, the winner had 83 fantasy points. So <laughs> I I feel like in uh, proposing, uh, and this should be maybe for all leagues, that once you get into the playoffs, it's not head-to-head anymore. It's just most points, right? Like you've done the work to get into the playoffs at this point. You, it should just be that the highest scoring teams are, are, are how you advance, right? Like it's no longer because... I mean, uh, this dude put up 100. He outscored the other teams by like 50, and he's going he's going to the third place game. And I'm facing the kid that put up 83. <laughs> like that's not. I mean, that's not right. Now I don't think that's right. It should be once you get in the playoffs from now on in my leagues, if I can control it, highest scoring teams move forward. <laughs> um, I mean, listen, I wouldn't be averse to that at all. I would not. Um. I'm in the finals in the uh, in the Bourbon Bowl. Ooh. Yeah, I don't know how I got into this thing. I think Coop got me into it. Yeah, Coop. It. Probably, I said it sounds like something Coop probably got you into. Yep, Coop got me into it. So I'm in the the Angels share division. I mean, I think I've been the uh, the high scoring team throughout the season, right? I think, um, yeah, I, I finished uh, with the second best record at nine and four, but I had. Yeah, about a hundred, hundred points more than any other team in the in the uh, in the league. Yeah, I was killing them. Um, and you yeah, so represent. I'm, what's that? Got to represent. You got to represent. So yeah, that's uh, week one in the books here now. Um, and I've got like a twelve point lead on the guy, and then we go into next week for you know whatever the. Whatever the matchup is again. So I don't know. I think I had a couple of guys out with COVID. So uh, bring it on. Bring it on. But there you go. That's uh, that's, that's a, a wrap on week number 16. Well, I mean, you still have uh, how about Saints going up against the um, going up against the Miami Dolphins in the uh, in this one here. You want to make a pick on uh, on tomorrow night's action? Yeah. Monday the, night uh... football. Give me the Saints. I'm sorry. Give me the Dolphins. Sorry. Uh, you're laying the three points. Yeah. No faith in Ian Book. Zero. If you paid attention to the uh, to the pool over at Pixwise, uh, you would have uh, you would have loved this one here because you know they they locked the point they locked the spread at probably at like um like Tuesday night maybe. I don't know because I have Miami getting three and a half in this pool. Wow. They're now favored by three and I'm getting three and a half with Miami. I made it my double pick. I'm like, if you're going to give me that kind of value, right. Right. Might as well, but all right. So uh, you say you're taking Miami, you're laying the three points. I am too. I, you know, Ian book, who knows what Ian book is going to do. The over under in this game. I love it. It's 37. (laughs) <laughs> Crazy. 37 i almost want to take the under i would consider that yeah i would consider 16 10 yeah I some horror show like that all right well then that's gonna do it for us here tonight uh yeah big thanks to everybody for uh for listening liking subscribing uh adam and i'll be back uh on uh, on tomorrow's episode We'll talk, uh, we'll, you know, we'll get some of Adam's final thoughts here. I'm sure he's going to want to tell me how great the Cowboys look and they're peaking at just the right time. 
Can't wait for that from Jim Bowden on Monday, too. Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, stinking cowboys. Going to be a nightmare. That's going to do it for us here. I'm Annie Hupp for John and Pemba. I'm Howard Bender, and we'll catch you next time.